Welcome to Countdown to Infinity, a Marvel's Avengers podcast. We talk all things Marvel Cinematic Universe, including the shows on Disney Plus and the movies. The the movies. (laughs) The movies. (laughs) The stuff that you go to the movies for. And, uh, you know, it's kind of a big lull for the box office because there's, even outside of Marvel, there's not a lot of huge blockbusters. But never you mind. Because guess what? We got content. There's plenty to watch on Disney+. Plus. Yes, there is. And we're talking a brand new series called She-Hulk Attorney mm-hmm. at Law, mm-hmm. starring Tatiana Maslany as She-Hulk herself, herself. Jennifer Walters, a lawyer mm-hmm. who specializes in cases involving superhumans. Yeah. This is really exciting. Mm-hmm. Uh, my name is Manuel. My name is Sophia. Are you excited for another show? I am. And you know what? I wasn't, I mean, from the jump. I was kind of nervous about this just because of like all the stuff that they were sneak peeking for before the release. But um, now I'm kind of stoked for it. It was, I thought it was going to be like really cheesy and stuff, but it's not, it's really cool. I liked it a lot. Jennifer Waters is a really cool character in the comic books because of course she is a, you know, female version of the Hulk. Yes. Related to Bruce Banner, but she has such a unique string of comic books. Mm -hmm. You know, she breaks the fourth wall, which happens in the show. Mm -hmm. Um, She is a, little bit cheekier she's able to control her alter ego Mm -hmm. almost immediately and you know we get that in the show too Uh so i was really excited to see her um you know in a live action thing kind of she is strong as hell and she is representing the women out there thank you very much and tatiana tatiana (laughs) will talk about a lot more of course probably every single week but it's also exciting to see her of course star of orphan black yeah emmy winning actress and you know what we (laughs) We saw her in a werewolf movie yes (laughs) ginger snaps too yes she plays ghost in Uh ginger snaps too that's a little bit of a you know we're we were watching werewolf movies for revenge of the sequel our other podcast yeah and out of nowhere there's like a 12 year old i think actually 14 year old Mm -hmm. tatiana maslany as like a young canadian actress in her very first role yeah and now and now i can't can't not see her as that i'm like oh everyone get to be watch um ginger Ginger snaps snaps too the second one watch it just for her she's honestly the best part of it and kind of really impressive as a kid uh to to be acting like that and now here she is in the mcu wow um and and then i you know well tatiani also is a really good comedic actress and i think that's she's hilarious this show is a different tone and we'll talk about that too it seems very much like her personality you know what i mean like she i'm sure this was like a pretty uh safe role for her because it's not silly goofy Uh also a little bit um you know i she she ironic and Mm -hmm. uh what confident no no it's not ironic what is it what when you're, if I'm like, oh, I'm really having a sarcastic. good time. Sarcastic. That's what it is. It's like ironic. That's like, how can you be ironic? Yeah. But yeah. Um, Sophia, what did you think? So this, we're talking first episode. We're going episode by episode. Mm-hmm. The very first episode of nine. Yeah. Is called A Normal Amount of Rage. Uh-huh. Now, yeah. What did you think about this episode? Um, I think that that was in reference to the... Um, amount of rage or anger or just like caution that women have to take because of her wow getting right into it i am i'm jumping straight in what what is there to talk about other than this for right now like it the way that she portrayed like what women experience out in the world was like spot on because bruce was talking about this is like anger you have to deal with every day every day and you have to be able to control it and we're like uh yeah been there been doing that like what would you think and there was some examples that were inside of the the series or inside the the show that that 
portrayed like ex- that things that we that I mean society's like very different right for everybody but based on like location and everything else but when she's getting catcalled by these this group of men and like she kind of takes matters into her own hands because she's a she-hulk now um that was like what just one one thing that she had to deal with and i'm like yes girl like tell him tell them let them know so i was here for it yeah well the i mean this, time. this episode serves as sort of an origin story being told i guess as a flashback to mm-hmm. us as the audience mm-hmm. which is really fun because we don't see that a lot outside of deadpool right uh in the mcu and technically not even in the mcu because deadpool is you know we haven't seen the mcu version of deadpool yet yeah but um you know it's it's it sh- it, i like that it showed a lot of the relationship with bruce mm-hmm. and jennifer uh I, you know it seems really close and i think it's mm-hmm. mark you know obviously it's mark ruffalo oh, and gosh. tatiana but you kind of buy their in a short amount of time you buy the kind of the deepness of their relationship right yeah. away and mm-hmm. it does feel like a cousin thing because yep. even beyond siblings you can joke around a lot more i think yeah with a cousin because you sure. don't see them every day the normally time, no. um but you know so her blood is fused with bruce's she mm-hmm. has the powers of she hulk she's car crash she's there's a car crash um with uh, a spaceship from the first avengers film there's a really mm-hmm. funny joke so I think we'll talk. Well, I guess we can hold, hold just on. do it. Let's talk about it. <laughs> she has this. And it's a recurring joke in this episode about Steve Rogers being a, a virgin. virgin. It actually goes all the way through to the end credits and after credits. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think about that joke? And do you think her math lines up? Um, I mean, like, if you think about it, sure. But like, we've seen the other side of Steve, right? Like, and how infatuated, like. He was with um was a Peggy, and so like it yeah. was uh, like we've seen that side. So it's like, I mean, there might have been a missed chance or yeah, a missed opportunity, yeah. but uh, yeah, I don't, I, I don't think he's, a, I don't think he was a virgin. It's funny. Ain't it's no kind way. of an interesting like argument or theory that I didn't yeah. even know existed. Yeah. Although we do talk about America's ass a lot, so yes, we do. Maybe we are already objectifying him sexually, <laughs> even without getting into it but uh-huh. really funny joke and i like that it kind of lands at the very end with her pretending to be drunk mm-hmm. for you know uh, uh bruce or, or the hulk to kind of confirm mm-hmm. that uh, steve isn't but also you know there's a lot of sentimentality here as well that kind of reminds you how close the original avengers were were because yeah. the bar was made by tony mm-hmm. you know that that you know yeah. they obviously talk about steve and mm-hmm. and then natasha too because natasha, he, he was talking about his um how he calms down sometimes yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. i mean it's kind of you know we've got this this smart thor version or right. bruce endgame you know is already kind of fused together smart hulk smart hulk sorry <laughs> <laughs> but i'm you know it's it's pretty cool to see the Hulk in kind of that world. And then also a lot of Bruce. And he mentions Ragnarok too. Yeah. All yeah. of the things that kind of make, yeah, because you're right, he's floating in space, right? Mm-hmm, he can't die. Mm-hmm. So it's it's cool to kind of, this is the closest I think we get to the Hulk having these moments because yeah. there there isn't really a, a Hulk movie, no. you know, Mark Ruffalo's Hulk movie. No. And you know what? You really kind of forget about like everything that, each character has been through until these series. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Like yeah. we, I, you, 
you forget that everybody has their own like lives Life, of, yeah. uh, of, like and when they're not all together like wandavision gave us like one what wanda's going through right now and obviously falcon winter soldier right there's, every, there's so much it's stuff one of the things i think the, the disney plus series does pretty well is kind For of sure. deal with the repercussions of these big giant mm-hmm. really world ending disaster movies yeah <laughs> and uh it's it's kind of interesting especially uh anytime we get near that blip and what that's people what did in those years yeah. i mean yeah, I think that's really cool mm-hmm. to, to flesh out. But yeah, mm-hmm. so, uh, you know, uh, most of this episode is spent on that island where we kind of see how much Jennifer is kind of equipped and ready for this role, even though she doesn't really want it. She does not want to be a superhero. No, she's a superhero in her own way via the law. She's As a DA. She's breaking yeah. it down. In LA, too, which is convenient for the show. Yeah, like a, of uh, course. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of the the majority of the, epi- the episode is her fighting with Bruce while yeah. he's trying to train her. Mm-hmm. There's like, I forgot the name of this therapy. Do you remember the name of that therapy oh, that it's like he's that yoga. really into? Mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's oh, not. Wow. It's not actual yoga, but it it's, it has its own name. Yes, it does. You um, know, it doesn't really work for her. She go. She she's able to go back and forth. Yeah, fairly easily too. Fairly easily, and um, you're right. I think a part of it is because she has. She is not a. She's like a. a a mature woman, mm-hmm. you know, and she's like, well, I've already been able to compare to mentalize my emotions. Mm-hmm. So I just have to do that here for this. Yeah. Um, and it's kind of wild how, you know, the Hulk or, or Bruce was like, all right, you got 15 years of training uh-huh. and then maybe you'll be, Mm-hmm. Okay. And she, you, was, and she was like, what the heck are you talking about? I'm just going to go back. Like, I'll I'm be a, fine. I got this. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> I kind of, before we get to like the courtroom and honestly the end, because it, this is a pretty quick episode. All these episodes are, are around 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think about the tone of this show? Because it is, it seems to be incredibly comedic, of course, yeah. written that way. It's mm-hmm. like the creator of... The, the the person that wrote the Pickle Rick episode. <laughs> um, oh, I should get her name just so. Jessica Gao. Mm-hmm. Um, it's directed by Kat Coro, who did like Girls 5 Eva. Nice. It's a very light and, um, you know, kind of fun show. Yeah. What do you think about the tone? I think it's great. Um, I thought, like I said before, I thought it was going to be much cheesier. And I thought that it was going to be like kind of like awkward, like 90s vibes. I think I said that um, before, like in a preview app that we were taught, like, trying to see and summarize what our thoughts were like initially on the content that they were releasing before the series premiered. Um, And I thought that it was going to be like her dating and her like just trying to adjust to this new lifestyle of being a she a Hulk. Um, But it seems like it's not like, it looks like it, she has much more, like sense of responsibility for herself like uh no like this is just gonna be me helping people in a different way and i don't need to be a superhero like she almost doesn't like the thought of all the fame and all of that like other like like status stuff that comes with being a superhero which i'm here for because like i can fight like crime behind the scenes and be totally happy with my contribution to society too um and i do also like her confidence and like her whenever she was just talking about winning a case at the beginning she was like all right i got this like don't worry about it it's gonna be fine like i'm just gonna do this and i hope i win my case and that's it like she's just so so driven and she seems very successful and i'm just i i love it i'm already i don't i don't need all the other stuff so far like i'm already just with this backstory and like her showing her own strength and like what she can do opposed to like bruce too and like her just being very not it's not even being stubborn it's more like 
determined to just get her own version of this power and uh yeah yeah, i'm here for it i love it already (laughs) yeah i think that one of the cool things is that she's an attorney and it seems like we're going to get into some of that metaphysical stuff Mm -hmm. um and i think it's really cool that she's going to be able to be really self-aware because it fits with her character Mm -hmm. she's going to talk to the camera which is going to be big but Mm -hmm. i think she's going to be able to comment a lot on what we've seen already in the mcu and some characters i'm going to talk about some easter eggs because this episode definitely had quite Mm -hmm. a few Mm -hmm. um this isn't really an Easter egg, more of a, a cr- chronology thing. But if you notice, Bruce Banner is not wearing a cast at the end of this. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, if you watch the after credit scene or the mid credits of Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, mm-hmm. he is still wearing a cast in that, um, you know, spoiler alert, when yeah. he's with the Captain Marvel and they're talking about the, the bangle mm-hmm. or not the bangle, the, the rings. Mm-hmm. Um so this means that Shang-Chi has already happened, yes. which is kind of yeah. insane because they're on the West Coast as well. Mm-hmm. Not too far from attorney uh, Jen- J- J- Jessica Waters. Yeah. Okay. The other Easter egg, if you look inside of his house or his, I guess, like his... The Mexican... The yeah. house in Mexico, the place in Mexico. The, uh, there's a lot of props from the other films, including oh, his helmet sure. from Thor Ragnarok. There's yeah. an Iron Man mask there. I, a good thing to watch again and check out all of the little stuff in the background. Mm-hmm. And then the ship. I, uh, it's a Sakarian ship. It so is. if you remember Thor Ragnarok uh, on Sakar, the Grand Master has yes. a ton of ships and mm-hmm. they're, they're using them for all kinds of fun things um yeah. that i believe means that maybe they're trying to look for him again or mm-hmm. i'm not sure what that means um i believe that he said that they were just trying to send a message or something whenever that happened but i don't know if that's true i don't know if that's what just what he was telling jessica yeah he kind of says i'm gonna deal with this later yeah or whatever mm-hmm. but remember hulk he's been in space so yeah so everyone's he, looking for him he's got some stuff going on everybody wants him um, he also and then, had that giant fan base and yeah <laughs> well yeah i mean yeah he gets he's people want him to sign stuff in a diner i think in endgame right mm-hmm. um but there's also going to be some fun stuff that we see in the uh the, the the i guess the illustrated end credits um but you know we'll talk about that stuff later because i'm As sure it happens, it's all gonna yeah. come up uh sophia what do you think is you're looking for because now it's set up this episode is all about setting up mm-hmm. who who she hulk is what do you think what are you looking forward to um, coming up, or I guess even just in terms of the whole show. So I think the fame part of like what happened in the courtroom, like how it ended. Jennifer Waters, yeah. As a- um, so Jennifer has, did I say Jessica earlier? I'm so sorry. I think I, I said Jessica. I'm so sorry if I, I said Jessica I read too. Jessica on the thing. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> but um, so for Jennifer, whenever she goes back into the courtroom, like back to her job, um, obviously something happens in the courtroom and someone breaks through and like it's this whole scene. And it's Jamila Jamil yes. in the character of Tatiana. Yes. So whenever that happens, she has to turn into She-Hulk and then people start to see her as She-Hulk. Yeah. Um, and then she's like, uh, and she turns back <laughs> as soon as the job is done and she turns back and she's like, okay, I'm ready to give my closing statement or my closing argument. And it's like, yes, you are. But I think that the fame in the coming episodes is going to be really hard for her to manage because it's not the attention that she wanted. Um, And I think that she's going to have this confliction of like whether or not to, or how hard it's going to be to balance that 
like the She-Hulk abilities and because obviously they're going to reach out to her. Someone's going to reach out to her and see what she, how she can contribute with that, with those gifts. But I think she's still going to want to be a lawyer and I think that she's still going to want to be in the courtroom and fighting the good fight that way. Um, so uh, eventually there is going to be like a... a a, a very like important choice that she's gonna have to make for her own fate um and then also i want to see like who she fights what what's gonna happen with the action you know what i'm saying yeah. like i don't really care about like the romance part of it but because this is supposed to be like her origin like i want to see what's gonna happen like who's her first bad guy yeah i'm interested <laughs> how big the show gets in terms of like some kind of evil plot hey, like but we if get- what we get nine episodes this time yeah which so, is really great normally it's like six yeah, I wonder if it's going to so, be like a uh, kind of a procedural almost where it's a different case every episode. Yeah. Or if there's going to be one giant, you know, secret evil plot that's happening. Mm-hmm. I think we get some clues, especially since she is an attorney at law, that this is going to focus a lot on the, I guess, like the collateral damage or the after effects of what happens with superheroes. Yeah. Um, we know that Wong is in it. We, we've we seen... <laughs> He's in everything right now. Yeah, we've seen Daredevil. We know about Domination is in it. So we yeah. know that there are other superheroes involved, but I'm interested whether she's prosecuting them. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, Abomination, who is, uh, for all intents and purposes, one of the biggest villains for Hulk and mm-hmm. in Edward Norton's Hulk. Yeah. They, they fight at the end. Yeah. Like, he 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 loses, but what <laughs> happens after that? He, right. d- does he go to court? And is this... You know, is this going to be his trial? <laughs> we don't think about this whenever right. a villain is captured or destroyed or most of the time killed, I guess. But yeah. the ones that survive, like, do they go to a federal court or a district court? And mm-hmm. it looks like maybe they do. It could be one from like Guardians of the Galaxy. You yeah. Know how, like, the, Can you imagine the whole... like prosecuting an alien or something? Like they yeah. don't really care about like if you even could get your hands on Thanos, like what would you even do? Mm-hmm. Put him in jail? What? Yeah. Um, so I think I'm interested in that kind of element of it all um of course i'm excited that the that this seems like it's going to be a fun show to watch Mm -hmm. and i think the self-aware stuff we already got a little bit of that with rogers and whether or not he's a virgin Mm -hmm. but it's it's going to be fun i think to have something that that is a dip of a different tone and uh color i think for the mcu because i've been really excited when all these shows are different from each other right and feel like something we haven't seen before and i think mm-hmm. she hulk can definitely be that oh 100 for us but yeah mm, okay yeah well i guess i'll give you a couple minutes you rode the ride oh my gosh i'm so excited okay <laughs> uh, we talked about so that's it for the first episode sophia and i went to universal studios which we is did. not part of the marvel cinematic universe in no. orlando florida um no. they have the rights to the marvel it's not even about florida i, be- I believe it is any place east of the mississippi river mm-hmm. universal has the rights to the theme parks uh to the, all the marvel characters yes but since it is a Marvel character, okay, so they have this ride and it's called the Hulk. And it's obviously not based on our version of the Hulk. I think like it's based on like doing. Eric Banner's Hulk. Yeah, yes. Yeah. And um, I, for those of you who don't know, I'm terrified of rides. Oh, we kind of spoke about this during the the Guardians pod, but um, I am absolutely terrified. I will hyperventilate. I will pass out on rides. I will freak out. I have to watch videos like in advance on YouTube of like what it looks like so I know what to expect. And uh, it is a huge ride. It is fast. It is tall as hell. And I, I, I definitely, you did it. 
I did it. I did it like a big girl because I was. We were not about to go all the way to Florida and spend all this money to go to Universal Studios and me not ride a ride. Yeah, and um, they do something in this ride, and well, and then of course it's for safety where they have those lockers. Yeah, you can't have your phone while you even wait in no, this ride. So no. you are just there watching, experiencing it. The line get a little bit shorter, shorter for shorter. you, and then you hearing hear the, the screams. They hear and the so, screams. Yeah. You also hear how fast it takes off because it's one of those rides that like pushes off extremely fast at first but it goes straight into like a barrel turn and then it goes all the way down because it shoots you up and then into the barrel turn and then you have to go down and then into a giant loop i definitely passed out within the first like five seconds of the ride not fair it doesn't count yeah i know so but it's okay i woke up and i was in the middle of like the last huge like loop before going underneath a lake and it, it sounds insane but it was it was so much fun and i was like i was so stoked that i did it yeah oh i'm so well, i was so happy it's a ride that ride has nothing to do with the show but know, there but is a hulk themed <laughs> ride out there and i bet there's a couple of them oh for sure i'm sure there is um, oh it's so fun too like right when you take off like you hear him like grunting because he had he it's supposed to be like he turns into the hulk yeah he, you it's, turn it's into a, the it's hulk. a transition and like yeah. that's why it's so exciting and like oh like you just run but kinda, it's so fun you know kind of related but unrelated too or orlando uh or, or universal studios has the rights to the hulk ride but they also have the rights to the hulk standalone movie and oh yeah and it only lasts so they had they made a deal with the MCU, with Marvel Studios to say mm-hmm. that you can include the Hulk in your films mm-hmm. as long as X amount of the screen time is with another Avenger. Oh. Uh, and there's a list of Avengers. So we will never, unfortunately, see Mark Ruffalo, see Mark Ruffalo Hulk as a solo movie. Um, un- but unless they renegotiate something. I mean, and the deal, I believe, is... Currently, they could do a standalone, but uh, uh, Universal gets to distribute it. And Disney, of course, would be like, why would we why do that? Do yeah. all the work and mm-hmm. then let you do it? They yeah. do something similar with Spider-Man, though. Mm-hmm. But Spider-Man, I guess, is a little bit more popular. Anyways, I say that uh, just so if you have questions about, like, why... Mm-hmm. Isn't there? Why doesn't Mark Ruffalo just get a movie? Yeah, that's, um, that's, that's why, why. <laughs> he, he, he cannot. He can. But who knows? It's going to be renegotiated, and it, I think it expires twenty twenty three. So really, they're doing it now. Mm-hmm. But at some point, maybe Universal's just like, fine, take it. Like we don't have any plans for it. Yeah, and right. With you how can big just MCU's give us getting? A, there's no way. Well, they could just get a fee. Like oh, you know, yeah. they could just get be like, hey, we're we literally aren't doing anything. Mm-hmm. You're doing the work, and we're still making money. Yeah, do it. So mm-hmm. it'll be really interesting. Anyways. Uh, thanks so much for listening. We'll be back next week for the next episode of She-Hulk. Yes. We're really looking forward to it. I think it's going to be a fun watch. Yeah, now Uh, I'm excited. (laughs) I will say, though, that Disney Plus has been, I don't know, Miss Marvel came out right around Stranger Things um, and a bunch of other really big things, Obi-Wan, you know, mm -hmm. and there's a Lord of the Rings show and Game of Thrones and all this stuff is coming out now. So She-Hulk. Got to really and also like, she hoped she got she got to fight for it. Got to fight for it. She got to fight for I it. I think I think it'll be fine. It's a whole lot of fun. Well, thanks so much for listening. Thank you. You will hear us again next week. Mm-hmm. Bye. Oh, oh wait, Sophia. What are your plugs? What do you have to plug? Sorry, sorry. Um, just the same old, same old. You, dang, you're trying to. You're okay. Bye. <laughs> um, just the same old, same old stuff. Thank you so much for listening to the pod and supporting us. It really, really does go a long way. If you want to support us even further, please check out all of our other pods, um, that are on the Delvin Pod Network. There's a lot of funny stuff on there. A lot of information that you might not even know about that we have. So if you're 
interested in all that, please go for it. And then if you want to support us even further, please check out our Patreon. It's going to be patreon.com slash delphinpod, D-E-L-F-I-N-P-O-D. Um, and then you can also follow me on any socials. Everything's going to be at underscore simply Sophie, S-O-F-I. For sure. If you go to patreon.com, there's all kinds of stuff there, including the brand new season of Revenge of the Sequel out before anyone else. They're all werewolf themed. We talk about Tatiana Maslany (laughs) and her Ginger Snaps 2 movie that she's in. Ginger Slaps. Um, And then support the pod with with a review. Just review it anywhere you want, including Spotify now, I believe, so that other people can find it. Thanks so much for listening. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. 